At this point, it's not news that COVID-19 has disrupted banking customer service. The focus now is more on to what degree that disruption leads to permanent changes. This week's podcast guest is Patrick Reitz, SVP of Products and Markets at Revation Systems. He joins us to share, among other things, some thoughts on how banks should blend digital and human capabilities in their approach to customer service. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. It's only been eight months or so since COVID-19 elbowed its way into our lives and our minds. But over that short period, a new sense of normal has been taking shape. So with that, let me introduce our guest this week. Patrick Reitz is Senior Vice President for Products and Markets at Revation Systems. He's here to talk about how COVID is changing customer service and banking now and what those changes may look like in the future. Pat, thanks for being with us on the Banking Strategies podcast. You bet. Absolutely. Really excited to be here today, Terry. So, Pat, for our listeners who may not be as familiar with Revation Systems, can you start us by telling a little bit about Revation's connections to the financial services industry and also about your role within the company? Yeah, absolutely. So at Revation Systems, we make and secure intelligent customer connections. You know, that is, uh, we provide rich, secure, compliant, cloud-based digital customer service for financial institutions to help enhance the, the customer experience in, in today's digital era. So you'll find our flagship solution, Link Live, it's, it's within over you know, 500 financial institutions where they need to securely communicate with consumers and clients and employees in the way that we all live and work today. So I've been in banking uh, and asset management for many years where I've overseen digital channels, branch technology, product strategy. You know, I've had the opportunity to help banks of all sizes to define and deliver on their digital destination. Customer service operations and banking were disrupted early in the COVID-19 pandemic, and that disruption in how customer service was delivered occurred at the same time that customers needed advice and help more than ever. So how's the financial industry been doing in meeting the challenge of those disruptions, both to employees and to customers? It was Mike Tyson that once said that that everyone had a good plan until they got punched in the mouth. Well, I think that's the case here. So you're right. It's been unprecedented with the disruption for leaders, employees, all while small business owners, consumers desperately needed the kind of the ability to easily access their bank. So with banking seen as an essential business, there was massive amounts of, of chain and really a short time. Things like going remote for the most part where possible or keeping physical locations safe with limited hours. Call center wait times, handle times in March and in April, they were pretty challenging. Let's also recognize that many bankers really worked around the clock given all of the challenges either with, with high volumes or PPP funding that came as a result of the CARES Act. So I think you know, like many in the industry, we saw our clients you know, shift their communication strategies to move their contact center staff to work remotely in just a, a matter of days. So I think we've seen a re- really a resilient effort across the industry uh, and the collective response with such a shock to the system was pretty impressive. We keep hearing about COVID speeding up the transition to digital banking and that now 
more than six months into the pandemic, the momentum in that digital direction is nearing, or perhaps it's even past a tipping point. So what are you seeing in the digital transformation of customer service as a result of COVID? And is it what you would have expected to see? The industry has seen a huge surge of digital adoption across banks of, of really all sizes. You know, I've seen multiple reports here, you know, some indicating increases over 50% across all segments, all generations of consumers. In fact, I think that is what I would have expected. That's the easy one. I think if you dig in a bit, I think we're also seeing that consumers and employees, they've shown willingness and flexibility to shift to more digital activity. You know, so I personally think the pandemic highlighted some gaps in the industry around consumer engagement. So, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of a, of a study I read a few years back from McKinsey. They studied multiple service issues, channel conflicts. They reported that banks are really good at the things that matter the least and pretty poor at the things that matter the most to consumers. And I think that's because those things that matter the most tend to be complex. They require process, skills across different humans. So I think the increase in, in digital activity is what I would have expected. And I also think that it's going to lead us to wanting more from the current digital activity. So studies and surveys, including those that we've done for our BAI banking outlooks, they consistently find that people like dealing with people, and that includes the Generation Z digital natives as well. Technology offers convenience and you don't have wait times, but the human touch is also important. Where do you see person versus machine balancing out when it comes to workload within financial services? I like to think that people still want to bank with people, even if the communication takes place digitally. You know, as we just discussed, digital transactions, they've surged, but a study like the ones at BAI and the one I mentioned that I come back to, consumers expect more when it comes to complex transactions and for things like advice and financial security and, and expertise. Before COVID, we had things like curbside pickup telehealth, right? These were concepts, they've been around, but they had little adoption. Now, of course, we're all much more open to these concepts as they've enabled organizations to stay in business. So I think the future of an enhanced customer experience, it's going to be a mix of serving customers, both in person and virtually. There's a propensity for human beings to be present, even if it's through a digital experience. So we'll see more banks take advantage of things like skills-based routing, AI chatbot technology to handle low-level customer service items and let human beings talk to consumers about the items that really matter to them, like applying for mortgages or checking in with a commercial banker. It makes sense what you just said, you know, to have the chatbots and other automated assets handle the high volume routine tasks and then focus the human employees on higher value, more customer specific interactions. Is that pretty much the way things are done now across the industry or is that division of labor still being put into place? We've seen a lot of success with, with some of the chatbots, including some well-published results from large financial institutions. And I think the storyline here is really just being put in place. The bot capabilities in the industry are, are certainly growing. There are some amazing conversational banking companies out there, features in the market, and a lot of other tools available in what I would call a library of bots. Maybe they're internal facing as well as external facing. Maybe it's a, a bot offering an agent or a banker feedback with tone analysis or a bot that is supervising the call center, making decisions based on KPIs or messaging an agent during a call. So I think 
bots are just getting started and more and more becoming the necessity to drive the right balance of efficiency and customer experience. Uh, so regardless, we've found you do need the division of labor. We all want to consume self-serve channels until we don't. And that's when we expect to find someone a click or a tap away to help with more complex matters. Once the bots get their tasks and then the people get their tasks, then what happens? I mean, I can't imagine the status quo being set in stone, especially as artificial intelligence gets better and smarter and more able to offer that personal touch. I really tend to agree. With over 10,000 financial institutions in the U.S., I think we see a mix of strategies here. Of course, not all strategies are the same. Not all organizations have, you know, they have different digital aspirations. So probably too early to manage a, a status quo being set in stone anytime soon. Some will drive efficiency. Some will look to differentiate. I think the miss here may be for those financial institutions that don't move forward. Uh, to test and learn. So to those, I would ask really, you know, what's your differentiating strategy? How can you find a way to deploy some of the available technologies to better serve or drive top line revenue? With COVID, one of the dominant storylines right now is what happens to the branch, given the accelerated move to digital, and what happens to the people staffing those branches. That's not quite worked out yet either. So how are you thinking about what the branch is going to become? Well, I think there's been previous times not too long ago, maybe starting in the dot-com era at the mid-90s, where the, the industry had predicted that the branch would become obsolete, and obviously that didn't happen. We've had you know, multiple years of digital channels being different from branch traffic, different from call center queues. And I think with COVID, we've discovered that both consumers and bankers are flexible and they're open. For some, their capacity increased because the teams are remote and able to jump across channel activity despite where they're physically located. So, uh, you know, I think we'll continue to see branch networks with a mix of serving customers in in-person and, and digital, depending on the customer preference, along with the complexity of the service or sales issues that face them. Some organizations, I think, will see the pandemic life. They'll see what it's brought, and they'll take some of the good out of the crisis to adjust and accelerate the experience of both the customer and the employee. I was on the Revation website and I came across an article about an increase in the use of video in banking customer service. And my immediate thought was, I'm usually camera off on Zoom meetings, but clearly others see it a different way. Why is video banking on the upswing in your view? Do you think it's because it's close to having a branch type experience? That may be part of it. I think so. I do think it's really just about meeting the consumer where they are. You know, by turning on video, the banker or the expert on the other end, they can really magnify the human element of the interaction, focus on advice part of the transaction. Both, you know, during and, and beyond the pandemic, you know, video is a capability that seems to be well-suited, well-suited to fill the sales and advice gaps that exist in with more complex sessions today. You know, besides meeting customers where they are, you know, turning on video, it can help to foster maybe a more personal connection between a bank representative and a consumer, building trust, loyalty, where those in-person experience, where that's so so critical and, and key to the relationship. Additionally, making video the standard in any voice interaction, it can help financial institutions train their representatives for, I think, what I would call a higher degree of accountability and trust. Uh, especially important as, as many contact center agents or bankers with all types of expertise are now taking calls from their homes. You know, using video, it adds an element of authenticity. 
accountability, maybe for both parties, or maybe just for the banker if that's the only one that turns it on. You know, it allows for those subtle things like gestures, facial expressions, body language, those things that really can't be translated through chat and voice. What else is emerging from the pandemic, people-wise or technology-wise, that's having an impact on the way financial institutions are providing customer service? I go back to that surge of digital. Today, more than ever, really, all of us are consuming digital services through self-serve channels with less in-person or human interaction. COVID and the, and the need for social distancing, it's only increased our consumption of digital transaction. And I guess for me, that works until it doesn't. And when it doesn't, as a consumer, I think we all expect more from our financial institutions that we do business with. COVID forced role changes, working from home, responding to customer needs in, in new ways. I think that forced flexibility, it resulted with many in the industry now realizing that they have more sales and service capacity. And I think they're going to be soon looking for ways to deploy it. Adopting some of these technologies pre-COVID, it was probably more of a nice to have. On a wish list for longer term strategies, next year's budgets. And I think that's changed. It's changed now. That said, I think consumers expect more intelligent digital interactions all while, you know, knowing that a bank resource, it might be just a click or a tap away for that complex matter they've got to deal with. You know, I think the pandemic has really amplified the need here to find humans in the surge of all of this increased digital activity. With so much change now underway in customer service, COVID-related change and otherwise, let me ask you to look ahead, say, five years and predict one key way that you think customer service and banking will be different than it is today. And if you're feeling especially bold, same question, go five years further out than that. To think about the future, I think about the past a little bit. So we've seen some amazing advancements, right, in, in digital customer service over the last 25 years. We've added multiple service channels along with dozens of features driving some increased satisfaction. It might be simple access or account lookup to things like real-time payments and sophisticated alerts. For the consumer, it's, it's still a bit of a disconnected experience today as they navigate across lots of different channels, interacting with different you know, individuals, humans, bankers. As we look forward, as I look forward, I think the, the customer experience soon will be more about reaching customers where they are, automating a lot of things, and simply and quickly inserting the right expert to give advice on complex things. You know, for me, that translates to much more cohesive channel management for sales and service in the next five years and beyond. So maybe within five years, it's probably all through a mobile device, starts with a simple text session. There's no dialing any phone numbers. We've had years of innovation leading to really very heavy use of digital, but it's still transactionally focused. We also have lots of places to connect. And I think the future eliminates all of that. It eliminates that all the channels, it aggregates all the channels, all the media types, and it starts with a digital first experience for each single consumer. So that's you know one thought. I think you know, another is that all of the the interaction, it could be easily stored in the cloud. It's accessible to both the consumer and the banker when it comes time to you know thinking about the conversation that you had or continuing the sales or service dialogue in the future. So that's what I see. I think in five years, we'll, we'll point back and we'll say that COVID accelerated a lot of innovation in customer service and banking. The default in large organizations tend to be slow and incremental change, that old analogy of trying to turn an oil tanker. But something on the scale of COVID 
no surprise that that would lead to changes that are faster and more abrupt. So Pat Reitz, SVP Products and Markets at Revation Systems, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on the Banking Strategies Podcast. Thank you for the opportunity, Terry. A few takeaways from our conversation with Revation's Pat Reitz. First, in his view, the pandemic has revealed some gaps in the banking industry around customer engagement. These include service and channel issues. Complexity is a key factor in that more complex matters require more efficient processes, more effective tools, and more capable human employees. Industry roles are changing as a result of COVID, and so are customer needs. The challenge is making the two fit together. And over time, what that fit looks like and how it works on the customer's behalf is going to evolve. Each financial institution has its own vision for what constitutes the best mix of human and digital capabilities. To some degree, Pat Reed says, that mix will be determined by the pursuit of efficiency versus the desire to differentiate. Pick a priority, he says, and get out into the marketplace to see if it works. If it doesn't, try again. And finally, a hybrid human digital tool with a lot of promise is video banking. The interface may be rooted in technology, but for the customer, there's a familiar looking face at the other end of the conversation. Pat says now and after the pandemic, the authenticity of video can help provide that valuable personal connection vital to creating trust and loyalty. And on top of that, being on video can be a source of greater accountability for call center workers. Thank you for listening to this week's BAI Banking Strategies podcast. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor at BAI. Please join us next week for another conversation on an important issue for the financial services industry.